Guys, hi, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Not sure what time it is. Not sure if you're on the toilet, on your way to work, stuck in traffic, on a road trip, or just choosing to listen to this podcast for God knows what other reason. But hi, I love you so much. Um, this is my second episode and I would be stupid. It would be remiss of me, right? If I did not thank you from the bottom of my bugging soul for all of the support. I'm like laughing because it's truly insane to me. Um, the support and love and shares and reviews and ratings that I got from that first episode. I literally released that episode last Thursday. And like I said on my stories, was dripping in sweat. It, did, it truly did not hit me until I pushed like submit on my stories and it was out there to the world that I one, have a podcast and two, just like opened up a can of fucking worms to you guys. And the response that I got, I think I cried four times. And if you know me, you know, I cry at least once a day over something like just for fun. I think it, it's just ingrained in me now that I just, you know, have a little cry session at least once a day. Um, that's a, a different story for a different day. But I, when I released that, I was talking to my friends, talking to my boyfriend. I was like, it would be amazing if there were 1000 people who listened to that. Like, think about that. Uh, 1000 people is a lot of fucking people. And there were, let me look, 7,477 downloads within the first 48 hours of that podcast being released. It is number 11 currently on the podcast charts for health and fitness. And I realized why it's in the health and fitness category after a little bit of digging. So when you set up a podcast, you have to choose like a couple categories that it could be in. And one of the ones that we selected, aka my podcast editor and I selected, was I think it's like under the mental health uh, self-love category because I was like, I don't know, we're just gonna shoot for a couple different categories. And so that's why it's in the health because it's under mental health. So anyway, out of all the podcasts about fitness, mental health, health in general, number 11 is just um, wild to me. And I truly, like from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys so much for all the shares, all the obviously listens, all the reviews. Some of them are so funny. Um, I've learned, hi Henry, you can't uh, review or rate anything on Spotify yet, I guess, but you can on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts. So again, just thank you. Like I truly, this is a dream for me to sit here in my bed with my dog surrounding me, talking into a mic to all of you guys, that might sound kind of weird for some people, but truly this is, uh, like, I feel like I am supposed to be doing this, I guess. <sighs> Sorry, I just had to have a little sip of my Baileys and there's coffee in there somewhere. Um, I was having this conversation in my DMs the other day about drinking and working from home. Like, if you work from home and you're not at least having a little morning cocktail, then like, why? 
Like, life is way too short. Why don't you start your day with a Bloody Mary? Start your day with a mimosa. Start your day with some Baileys in your coffee. I mean, it's it's not like you're getting hammered drunk here, but it does make you happier, no? Like, life is too short to not be happy. And I've got to say, one, people say to me, like, oh, Gretch, I love you during the holidays. You drink, like, alcohol at the most inappropriate times. Well, one... I don't think the morning is an inappropriate time to be drinking. If I'm not driving anywhere and I'm sitting here in my sweatpants working, if you're sitting at, you know, a desk in your guest bedroom in your sweatpants, maybe you have like a button up on top, you know, to look somewhat professional, like what's wrong with a little sip? It makes you happy. Maybe it makes you work a little bit quicker. Like when I was in sales, I'll tell you, have a little airplane bottle of, of Fireball tequila, you know, whatever, what's your whistle in your drawer? You take it, you sip it. If people decline you, they say no, you're like, sweet, lick my nuts and you pick the phone back up. So I just don't see, um, I, I don't see the problem. Obviously, if you're driving into an office, if you're on the road, you're not drinking whatsoever. But I truly don't see the problem, especially if it's Bailey's in your coffee. It is literally called Irish cream. Don't you put creamer in your coffee? Well, it's the same fucking thing. Like, just have a little fun. Coffee for me gives me raging anxiety um, and alcohol makes things funner. So I don't see the problem with mixing the two together, right? Right, anyway, so today we're going to get into... I put, uh, I made an email address. It's, uh, what is it? GB Clark DBAD for don't be a dick at gmail.com. And I put it on my stories and I was like, Hey, submit questions, things that you need advice on, um, whatever. And we're just going to knock them out because if you guys follow me on Instagram, you know, that I do like, a you know, the question boxes that you can put up on your story. Well, Instagram is a motherfucker. And when you respond to someone's question, right? Like the question box pops up on the story. You can only talk for 15 seconds. Like it doesn't even allow you to go for a full minute. You can only respond within 15 seconds. And then it's really annoying because then you have to go back into the responses and try to find that question again. And then respond. it's just like a clusterfuck just like all of Instagram is. I will say that till the day I die. Like, love you, Instagram. You've done a lot for me, but also you know how I feel about you. Not that you even care. But um, so anyway, I was like, okay, let's knock some of these questions out on the podcast because it's obviously a lot easier for me to talk in circles, talk for a long amount of time about nothing and, you know, hopefully answer the question at some point. But I was looking through the emails this morning and I told you guys, I was like, I'm not going to read them until I'm like live on this Instagram, right? Like, I don't want to think about the answers. I just want it to be kind of spitfire. But there were, I think, let me look, 191 emails. So I'm just going to sift through these. Okay. And we're just going to dive into them. Um, Sometimes I do think like, why do people come to me for advice or, you know, and some people ask, Hey, how do you have, like, you're so wise. And it's like, one, I'm old. Um, and two, I have been in some weird ass 
relationships. Like, and so have my friends and we all talk about it and we laugh now, but in the moment we were like, wait, what the fuck? And you know, the meme of like the, the people standing in front of the chalkboard and there's like all these math equations. That's what we like hypothetically do. And we're like, this happened and this happened. And whoa, that's a red flag. Oh, should have caught that red flag. You know what I mean? So, and like I said, in my um, my first episode, like I'm just a naturally very curious person. Um, and I'm very like intrigued by this kind of shit. So anyway, um, and I will never, ever, ever forget this, but I remember I put up and it's actually happened a couple of times, but I put up a question box and someone, I remember this girl, she wrote in and she said, because of your advice and something else, um, I left a six year abusive relationship and who I just literally got chills again. Um, but I reached out to her and I sent her flowers and I was like, I am so fucking proud of you, but also thank you because this just lit a fire inside of me again. Um, so that was fucking cool. Oh my God. Sorry. I had to pause that, uh, because I swear to God for the past, like six years, but really the past three weeks, I've had this tickle in my throat and every once in a while I've got to like cough it out, you know? And I swear it's just cause I talk too much. All I do is literally talk. It's what I do for a living. So it's just amazing that I'm on a podcast right now with a microphone in my hand. Um, but anyway, okay, let's get into these. Um, okay. So many of these start with like the most beautiful compliments, um, which I'm not going to sit here and read to you and make you listen. Um, but okay. What is, ooh, I love, I love this. Okay. What is your opinion if a guy should pay for the dinner or drinks on the first date? I've been on like three lately, Gretch, where they all ask to split it. Okay. First, let me just say, this is all just my opinion. And I'm sorry if this hurts your feelings, but respectfully lick my balls. If you ask me to split the dinner on the first date, absolutely not. Like my foundation costs more than your entire outfit. Like my makeup brush collection costs more than your entire outfit. Like absolutely not. Women, no. Uh, like <laughs> I am all for, this is gonna get into a different topic, which I'm, I'm gonna try not to get into right now, but I am all for women empowerment and women like being badass people and making their own money and being powerful and not needing a man in their life. There is a, I, I'm not going to get into it. Okay. But there is just such a movement for women to be created equal, which is incredible. And I am all for it. And I am here for it times 10. However, I think some women think so strongly that they are, um, they think so strongly, like they don't need a man in their life, blah, 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 that it like devalues them or makes them look weak if like a man opens the door for them. Have you ever been around a woman who's like, I don't need a man to open my door. I can open my my own damn door. It's like, yeah, no, no, we know that you can open the door, but it's just like a, it's just like a nice gesture, right? Like, don't you, don't you want to feel like, a man is like taking care of you in that sort of way. Like, again, I am a very independent woman. I know that I do not need a man in my life as in like, I don't need someone to pay my bills. I'm, I don't need a sugar daddy. I, I mean, that would be kind of nice. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I don't 
need that. I don't need a man to tell me that I'm worthy to feel worthy. However, it is nice when a man opens your door. It is nice when you go on a date and the guy puts down his credit card. Like, I think it surprises people sometimes, but I have like very traditional values. And now I'm going on an off topic and some, at, at one point I will come back and land the, pl the plane and answer the actual question, I promise. But like, you are a woman. You can grow a human child in your stomach and then push it out your once perfect vagina. The man can mow the grass. He can take out the garbage, okay? Like have some, that's when women are like, where am I? What year is it? Right, here we are. So to actually answer the question, I think that if a man asks you out on a date, then he should be prepared to pay for it. I'm not talking about the rest of your relationship. I'm not talking about months and years down the road, but on the first date, I think, gosh, fuck. Wow, guys, it's gonna be a fun glow up to watch when, you know, one day I record a podcast and you can't hear my dogs breathing and sucking on their tennis balls and tip tap tapping around on the fucking hardwood floors because I'm going to have in my new house, a beautiful office that will probably not be quiet, but it's going to look cool. So that's all that really matters. But um, thanks for dealing with me. Anyway, long story short, if a guy asks you out, there's like what? Like a 50% chance that it's not gonna work out anyway. It's called getting a free meal. Like let's be financially smart here. I'm just kidding. But I do truly think that a guy should pay for the first meal. Agree? Disagree? Just remember you're a woman and you're better than them. Just kidding. Anyway, okay. Uh, hey G, this might be dramatic, but I think you'll save lives with this podcast. Wow, said I wasn't gonna say compliments, but blah, 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 blah. Okay, my question is this. Have you ever felt like, has anyone noticed that I have a stutter? Uh, I can't, <laughs> great combo for a podcast. Can't read, can't spell, and have a fucking stutter. Um, my question is this. Have you ever felt like shit about yourself physically and gone out on dates. How do I come off as confident when I'm not, if that makes sense? Thanks for everything. <clears throat> okay. First off, I love you. Second, my opinion, stop going out on dates. Um, you need to take some time, focus on yourself, find your own self-worth because the last thing that you need to be doing is going out with some dusty moron who's going to ghost you or not respond to a text or make you like feel worse about yourself because a lot of dating is rejection. And that's a good thing. We can talk about that, but right? Like rejection is what? Redirection. Like when I was going out on dates, like it's when it didn't work out, like if a guy didn't respond or if like, God forbid they ghost you, which is the most cowardly fucking thing you can do in the world. Um, by the way, if someone ghosts you, like, please do not spend one fucking second thinking about them because if anyone ghosts you, it means that they are a coward. Like they can't even text you a mature text. It takes five seconds. Hey, Susie, um, don't think that I see a future with you. Wish you all the best. Think you're a great person. Hope you have a nice holiday. Like you can't fucking take five seconds to text that. Like you have the smallest dick on the planet. I'm sorry. If you ghost someone like 
So again, truly, if someone ghosts you, thank the universe that that happened because you don't want that small dick in your life anyway. Um, but you know what I mean? Like if you don't feel good about yourself, then the last thing you need to be doing is dating. I think that you should take time, focus on yourself, find your self-worth through other things. The last thing that in my opinion you should ever do is put your sense of self-worth in someone else's hands. You shouldn't put your happiness in the hands of other people. That's where I think that like women start to get very desperate is that they only feel worthy and they only feel happy if they have men or a man, whatever, telling them that they're beautiful or telling them that they're great or smart or whatever. Like you have to actually feel that yourself um, before you can go out and date other people, especially in today's world where all we do is compare and compare and you think that you're finding something better on the fucking internet, even though it's Photoshopped and filtered. You know what I mean? Like, so take the time and find, you know, a time when you love yourself and you feel confident and you know you're worthy of everything in the world. And that's when you can go back out on dates because also you can't fake confidence. Like that is something that you just can't pretend to be, right? Like people feel that within you. Confidence, in my opinion, has nothing to do with your outward um, appearance or physical traits or anything. Like I'm a solid, I'll give myself, I'm a six out of 10. Okay, on good days, maybe I'm a seven. With the right lighting, maybe an eight and a half. But I think very, and this is gonna sound kind of fucked up, but I think very highly of myself as in like, I know what I'm worth. I know what I bring to the table. I know who I am as a human being. um, And I know, uh, you know what I mean? So like when I walk into a room, People feel that confidence from me. It, it has nothing to do with how I look. It's how I carry myself. It's what I say. It's the things that I accept also. When people have high sense of confidence, they they accept what they know they deserve. So if you think, if you don't have any confidence, you think that you deserve the bottom of the fucking barrel. So that's what you take. And that's what I think is so wrong with, women's not wrong with women, but I think it's terrible that women think so un, they think so poorly of themselves. So then they accept these fucking douche Lord, dusty ass motherfuckers who treat them like shit. And they're like, oh, this is just what I deserve. No, honey, you need to rewind, get that motherfucker out of your life, find the confidence and self-love within yourself. And then you'll walk out into the world. And if someone gives you one motherfucking red flag, boom, you're out. All in all, if you don't feel good about yourself, then you just put yourself into like a desperate bucket, into a desperate stage, right? So one person calls you pretty and you know, you lick their nutsack. Like we don't want that for you. That is not, that is not what we're doing here. Um, and I don't know why it, sometimes it makes me so emotional to think that like women, they stare and watch and consume the content all day long of these people who put off the facade that they have perfect lives, perfect relationships, perfect bodies, like, and they compare themselves to that when no one, like, if you think about (laughs) social media, for example, right, it's, 
it's very easy for people to give off the facade that they have a perfect outward appearance, right? But it's actually difficult to put off a facade that you have a good heart or that you're a good human being, right? Like that takes actual actionable steps to show, which is why I think that a lot of people don't talk about those things because they're not doing those things. Like this is getting into a wormhole, but I wish that people would, like, I wish women were like, oh my gosh, I want to be as like charitable as that woman, or I want to be as giving and generous as that person, or I want to be as as good of a friend or as good as a daughter or mother as that person, not, oh, I wish I had that Louis Vuitton bag or I wish I had that house. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I wish we were comparing those kind of things. And again, I mean, I have a social media presence. I show my Louis Vuitton bags. I show a new house that I'm building, right? Like I get that. And that's very easy for me to show like, oh, here it is, here it is. But I, I, also, I hate, I don't want to just talk about myself, right? But I, I do try to set an example to be a generous, giving, charitable person. I try to be the best human being that I can. I like praise the shit out of people when they are good human beings. Um, anyway, so I think that to answer this question, like don't let yourself be in a stage where you're putting your self-worth and happiness in the hands of other people. Other people should never have to give you that validation. You should know in the bottom of your soul that you're the best fucking person that you can be, that you are, you know, a positive, optimistic, helpful, giving person so that if someone rejects you or, or says that they don't want to be in your life anymore, that you're thankful for that. Get to that mindset, get to that state of your life where you're grateful to the universe when it removes people from your life. Okay. Because, and and know that the universe is removing those people because rejection is redirection. It's redirecting you on a different path. Okay you're going down a different path and that's a good thing. Like what's, what's the fucking quote? Um, I'm grateful for things that didn't work out that I once thought I wanted. Like I think of those fucking dudes who I was like, yeah, like this guy's great. Like I'm gonna, yeah, fuck no. Thank God. Jeez. All right. We good on that topic? Self high five. Who said I have been self high fiving myself for a very long time. Um, I think it's great. It boosts energy, but, um, who was it? Is it Glennon Doyle? I forget her name. She was on a podcast and she actually wrote a book about like the self high five and how important it is. And I can't high five myself right now because I'm holding a microphone. Um, but self high five. Okay. Next question. Gretchen, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Need some tough love, I think. I have been on and off with someone for over a year. We are both 28 years old. We'll hang out for a few weeks, then he goes a little distant, then comes back, blah, blah, blah. But when we're together, it's so amazing. We have so much fun, and he's so romantic and nice. Nice. Love that. Uh, he, he told me he doesn't want to be in a relationship because he's too busy and says it's not fair to me. <sighs> I haven't been on other dates or anything because I'm holding out that this will work and he'll change his mind. 
I love you. Thank you so much. Okay, I don't mean to laugh, but this motherfucker is dipping his dick in other people when he's not with you. Are you getting dick dipped (laughs) by other people? No. Should you be? Yes, because this mofo ain't it, okay? When someone says they're too busy uh, and it's not fair to you to be in a relationship, it means that they don't ever want to be in a relationship, okay? Because what? People do what they want to do. If this motherfucker wanted to be in a relationship with you, he already would have asked, okay? He wouldn't be going distant. He wouldn't let you go one day without thinking that he didn't want to be in a relationship with you, okay? And when someone is too, are you the Pope? Are you too busy to be in a relationship because you're the Pope? Are you building a company from scratch? Are you building houses for orphans in Haiti? No, you're probably not because you seem like a loser. Um, So... I've talked about this before. Did you did you hear that stutter and that right again? Wow. Um, people do what they want to do, especially men, in my opinion. Like if a man wants to be in a relationship with you, he will be. If he wants to hang out with you, he will ask to hang out with you. If he really cares about you, he will literally never let you go one day without thinking that he doesn't care about you. He doesn't need to be sending you flowers every day. He doesn't need to say that I love you after two minutes of meeting you. But he, if he wants to be with you, he will be. There's nothing that will stand, in my opinion, there's nothing that's gonna stand in a man's way, not a boy, but a man's way from being with who he wants to be with, or at least attempting to be with that person. You know what I mean? Like, I think that women make so many excuses for men. Oh, he's busy. Oh, he must have fallen asleep. Oh, he just doesn't have time to to plan a date. Fuck that. Again, unless he's the Pope, which can the Pope even go on dates? Anyway, you know what I mean? Like, they do what they want to do. Human beings in general. So if someone is not making you feel like they care about you, they don't care about you. And you're better than that. And that is okay. But for this example, I won't say your name, but you know who you are. You need to stop letting this guy just dip his dick in you whenever he feels like it. And then he goes and does it to someone else. Like that is the bottom of the barrel. You're accepting what you think you deserve. And I'm here to tell you that you deserve so much more than that. You deserve someone who doesn't do this. Okay. So, um, that's my tough love. And I think because you wrote in and you said that, and you started this with, Hey, I think I need some tough love. You know exactly why this is wrong. And you know why this is a waste of time. I don't care if you're 20, one, 28 or 42, like waste of motherfucking time. Okay. So I would have a pretty blunt conversation with this dude. Say whatever you need to say. It's been fun. I appreciate it. Um, but I'm, I don't know, say, say whatever you feel like maybe, Hey, I'm, I'm looking to get serious with someone. So I'm going to buy just just say bye, okay? Maybe if I had some more time to think about this, I could come up with a more curated answer. Um, But yeah, you deserve way more than this and you know it, so. Okie dokie, let's do a few more, shall we? Um, Okay, this one looks, okay, PSA. I'm married, I've been married for four years. I have been acting like in shows and in theater 
for a while, but I had to make out with this guy. I'm not physically attracted to him, but, but emotionally he's super attractive and funny for a scene. Had to make out with this guy for a scene. We've been working on the scene for a few weeks, AKA probably had to make out a bunch of times. And now I'm feeling myself getting attached. Yikes. Liking the attention, wanting him to text me like back when you used to date. I feel so guilty because I am obsessed with my husband. So like, why am I feeling this way? How do I get rid of these feelings? Question of all, how to get rid of feelings. Okay. Isn't this how Angelina Jolie and Brad Hotman Pitt got together? Isn't, did I make that up in my head? Uh, yikes. Okay, I am not married, nor have I been married for four years. However, if you are obsessed with your husband, then this has got to stop. I think that that is so entwined. Well, I'm trying to think about this on the fly here. Like, you have to make out with it. I've actually thought about this before. Like, I, you know how, like, you follow some, some celebrities on social media, like actors and actresses, and you see their family and you see their kids, and then you go watch a movie and they're, like, butt naked making out with some other person, and you're like, how does their wife or how does their husband feel about this? Like, it is actually very odd. And, like, I think, isn't it true, like, the chemistry of people, like, I know, like, hugging someone, like, actually is proven to chemically, not chemically, scientifically, whatever, like, cure anxiety or make you feel better, like, it visit, like it, it truly does something to your brain, so I'm sure that there is, like, anyone that you make out with, you start to get, like, a sexual attraction to, like, I would think, so this is kind of tricky, because this is your job, um... I think that if I were in your shoes, then I would have a stern talking to myself and realize that this is your job or your, I don't know if it's your job, maybe it's just your hobby, but it's something that you like to do. Um, you have to know going into any of this that you have to be able to remove emotion from it. And if you can't remove emotion from it, then I don't think you should do it. My opinion. Um, because if you're obsessed with your husband, he's an incredible person. You guys have a great relationship and there's nothing wrong. I wouldn't be putting myself in a scenario that I could ruin all of that. You know what I mean? And I think that because you're able to say you're obsessed with your husband, I think that maybe you're just like living in this quote fantasy of this role that you're in maybe I don't know not a not a therapist but man yeah if I were in your shoes then I would um I I don't think you can get rid of feelings but I think you need to like take a step back and be like whoa is this worth ruining my relationship with my husband that I'm obsessed with and if it's not worth ruining it, then I would either remove myself from the situation altogether or I would um, like have a stern talking to with myself. That's a tricky one. That's hard. Um, well, it's not that it's hard um, because it's like you're not, you know what I mean? But like you have to make out with him because it's your role. That's, huh. I bet like I'm going to listen. I'm not going to listen back to this, but I bet like in a couple days, I'm going to be like, wait a second. This is actually what I think. Guys, I was literally just recording for four minutes and 19 seconds and I wasn't recording. I was just speaking into this motherfucking microphone.
for four minutes. And now I forget what I said. But anyway, my last point of that acting makeout scenario is that put yourself in your husband's shoes that you're obsessed with. I always think about putting myself in other people's shoes when thinking through things, but like it would crush your soul, break your heart, destroy you if you knew that your husband was one, making out, well, I guess if it's like their role, making out, but then catching feelings. Um, I don't know how to get rid of feelings, but anyway, I would just put yourself in his shoes because that would really suck. Okay, one more. Let's do it. Hi, Gretchen. First of all, every... <clears throat> okay, okay, okay. I've been with my boyfriend 10 years in January. I have always expressed wanting to be married and we have been through a lot in 10 years and are just now more financially stable than ever, but he always has an excuse why it's not the right time to get married. I love him and he is truly my best friend. I feel like I don't want to waste time, but I also don't want to feel like I'm giving up on someone who has been there for me through a lot in these past years. Any advice would help. Thank you. You're the best. She put her name or <laughs> anonymous redhead, LOL. Okay, lots to unpack here. Um, my first thought is one, have you watched the movie He's Just Not That Into You? Because this is the exact scenario of Jennifer Aniston and Ben Affleck. They've been together for a really long time. She says she wants to be married. He says, why? It doesn't matter. I love you. There's no need to be married. And she's like, well, I want to be. So they break up. And then they, after a while, they realize she realizes, hey, like I said that I wanted to be married to him and he isn't doing it. So I'm out and he's realizing shit. Like I love this woman. And if she wants to be married, then that's, that's what I'll do. So that, sorry, I spoiled the ending for you. Um, they get back together and he proposes and it's all hunky-dory. Um, here's my one thing that I'll say. And I'm not saying this about you, Anonymous Redhead. I'm saying this in general. Let's make sure that we don't want to just be married, okay? We want to have a husband. Uh, no, that's not what I mean. We don't want to be married or find a husband. We want to like be in love with the person that we're with, right? Like that is what is important. And I'll get in, I'll finish my thought in a second. But you know what I mean? Like, I think women go around and they're looking to be married because they just want to be married. And I hope that we're all going around. And if that's your end goal to be married, you're looking for someone that you, you're looking for the love of your life. You're looking for, you know what I mean? You're not just looking to be married. You're looking for that person. So anyway, just wanted to say that, but, um, okay. So a couple of things, if you, want to marry this man and you have expressed that to him, then he needs to realize that like you are a strong enough, confident enough woman to be like, hey, I love you, but I want to be married and I want to move on with the next step in my life, whatever that is. Um, and if you can't, if you don't want to do that, then that is okay. Doesn't make you a bad person. Doesn't make me a bad person, but we need to go our separate ways. This isn't an ultimatum. I don't mean that we need to be married tomorrow, but I have expressed to you a couple of times what I want. And if you don't want to, or can't give that to me, that is a-okay, but that is what I want. And I'm not going to knock it what I want. You know what I mean? It's like, 
if you want to have children, would you stay with someone who doesn't want to have children? I don't know. Like you can love someone to the end of the earth, but if there's something in your life that you want, like, would you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And the whole, you've been together for 10 years. Don't also let that be stuck in your brain. You know what I mean? Like, have you guys ever listened to Dane Cook? Some, he's a washed up comedian, to be honest, but he does this whole skit about like women who don't break up with their, he's like, oh yeah, like I can't break up with my boyfriend because my CDs are in his truck. Like we just make excuses and, and it is true. Like if you've been together for 10 years, I'm sure he's, you know, maybe he's been with you through the death of a family member or you guys, you know, grew a lot. You, you graduated college together, whatever it is. And it is scary to think like, you would have to start over a new relationship and you'd have to explain to them the intricacies of your family dynamic. And yeah, like people think about that all the time, but just because you've been with someone for 10 years doesn't mean that you should not get what you want out of life. You know what I mean? Like you could, and I'm not telling you to do this, but you could end that relationship if he, if you guys like mutually agree that you're not going to give each other what you want. And then in three months, you could meet the love of your life and it could go in the direction that you want it to go. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's no time stamp on the person that you're supposed to spend your life with. So anyway, I just, and I want you to think too, like if you do have this conversation, have it in such like a calm, cool, collected way. That's like, Hey, I want to be married and perhaps you don't want to be married. So I'm actually doing you a disservice by staying with you. You know what I mean? Like everyone needs to, and it's very hard. Obviously emotions are extremely emotional. Wait, did I say that right? Relationships are extremely emotional. Um, To remove emotion a little bit and be like, listen, like this is a fact. The fact is I want to be married. The fact is that you don't. So long-term here, let's not sit around and shove thumbs up our ass for the next two years and talk about this. Let's just go our separate ways. It's going to suck. It's going to blow and you're going to cry and you're going to lose some pots and pans and vacuums and shit. But the end of the day, what do you want with your life? You know what I mean? Why be with someone just because you've been with someone for 10 years who keeps making excuses why it's not the right time to get married? Is he saying like, we don't have enough money. I know you said that you're more financially stable than ever. Well, if you just want to be married to the guy, like a wedding isn't, can you guys like meet in the middle? You know what I mean? Like, do you want to be married to him because you love him? Or do you want to be married because you want to be married? If you want to be married and have a wedding, but you're not really thinking about the, you know what I mean? Like maybe you just get married at a courthouse. Like, is that good enough for you? Because then you can have a conversation and, How is it not the right time to go to the courthouse? You know what I mean? Like think about the why behind why you want to marry the dude and just try to have like a conversation with him about it. And if he's not for it, then he's not your person. Because you don't have, my opinion, you should never beg someone to be with you. You should never beg someone to want to spend the rest of their life with you. So my opinion. (laughs) Okay. Guys, I was literally just getting ready to wrap up this podcast, um, but it's 11.53 and at 11.41, I had an email come through that really caught my eye. Uh, The subject line is pooping. 
And the all the email says is, Gretch, when is it too early to poop in front of your boyfriend? Question mark. Thanks, period. And um, I'm just going to leave you with a story um, rather than giving advice. But um, this is from an old employee of mine. Uh, she told me this story probably two weeks into working for me. I ended up actually having to fire her because she was so obnoxious and weird, um, which so am I, but it, it was, it just wasn't a good fit, you know? And she came into my office and we were having, you know, like a one-on-one -on, -one on a Monday. And she was like, Gretch, can I tell you what happened to me? What was Susie? I'm not going to say it out loud anyway. I forget her name. Uh, she was like, Gretch, can I tell you what happened to me this weekend? And I was like, fuck, like, I don't know. Like, I guess, sure. And she's like, okay. So she starts telling me about this guy that she's been seeing for like a week or so. It's like, where the fuck is this going? And she's like, well, we had our first sleepover. And I was like, awesome. And she said, well, this in the morning, I woke up and I really had to go to the bathroom, but I live in a one bedroom apartment. So there's only one bathroom. And he was sleeping in bed and the bathroom's right there. And I had to go to the bathroom. And I was like, okay. And she's like, so I went down. I was like frantically panicking. And I went downstairs into my car and grabbed an old Victoria's Secret bag and pooped in it. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I said, what? You put, you took a poop in a, was there anything in the bag? She's like, no, I just, it was an empty bag or I emptied it and I pooped in it. And I was like, okay. She's like, yeah, it gets worse. Then I put, I couldn't find like a trash can. I was like, you couldn't find a fucking trash can. She's like, I couldn't find a trash can. So I was like, oh, there's a dumpster like down the road or something. I'll just put it in my back seat until then. And I was like, bitch, why the fuck did I ever hire you? You're the dumbest person I've ever, you put hot boiling poop in a Victoria's Secret bag back into the back of your, okay. So then she's like, okay. So then I just went back upstairs and, you know, I got into bed, whatever. And he woke up and he's like, oh, like I'll go, you know, it's being all romantic. He's like, I'll go get us coffee. And she was like, oh no, like I have coffee here. Let's just make coffee here. And he was like, no, no, no. Just like, give me the keys to your car. I'll go to Starbucks down the road and get us coffee. And <laughs> so long story short, they got into the motherfucking car, but before I guess he could like get into the car. She reached behind, grabbed the bag of Victoria's Secret shit and threw it out the door and, and drove away. And I will never forget that story. That was literally four and a half years ago. And um, I don't know what else to say off of that story other than get comfortable as soon as you can so that you don't have to take a dump in a Victoria's Secret bag and keep it in the back of your car because that is disgusting. Like you couldn't, you, there was no other solution. Don't apartment complexes have gyms? Couldn't you go downstairs to the lobby? Isn't there a public bathroom? Couldn't you have done anything else other than poop in a Victoria's Secret bag and then keep it in the back of your car? Like A, B, Z, F, G. Doesn't fucking add up, honey. Like, anyway, those are the people that I hired. But anyway, 
I love you guys. If you, you know, I don't know where you're listening, if it's on Google Podcasts, Apple, uh, Spotify, supposedly you can't rate and review, which is somewhat fucking rude. But anyway, if you're on the other ones, give me two stars, give me five stars, whatever you think I deserve. I love you guys more than anything. Hand on heart, so fucking grateful for you guys. Um, And I'll see you next week. I love you.